Don't be suspicious. 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 Alright. Do you think that's enough? Do you think anyone still noticed that we didn't put out a podcast for three months? Okay, sweet. Welcome back, everyone. It truly feels as though I never left. Happy birthday to me. A lady never reveals her age, which is something that I heard a lot as a kid, and frankly, I have many questions about. First of all, why? Yes, my previous cohorts, who were also my co-hosts, Kate and Nadia, will not be joining me moving forward. If you noticed, extra points to you. If you didn't, still love you. Today, I am going to share with you the living, breathing, being, oneness. Yes, it is a word. I checked. And this will be the first in a series of podcasts about this topic. Because when I was researching it, there is just so much information to sift through. I'm Tom, and this is We Like It Raw. What is oneness? Well, without telling you, I can assure you that you have experienced this feeling before. And the way that we experience oneness is directly, individually. When we're able to go, I guess, like outside of the mind, beyond ourselves and like our ego... These experiences usually reach us or occur to us when we are alone. Christine Klusman, a PhD scholar in psychology, has a great list on her website of different experiences of oneness. Here are a few. A momentary burst of love, gratitude, and interconnectedness as you sit with cherished friends. The awe and significance or insignificance you feel when gazing up at the stars. A silent, sudden awareness that strangers on the subway are really your brothers and sisters. The realization that others have many of the same dreams and heartaches that you have getting real here, a sense that you are in sync with the universe and breathing through the lungs of the earth, feel that one sometimes, a sense that everything is linked and that everything we do has an effect on the world. Now, this state of mind or living being, which to me makes more sense, that we enter can occur at any time, spontaneously, usually, like when you're seeing a, a beauteous sunset or walking on the beach. Um, for anybody who plays instruments uh, or has a craft, like paint, write, dance, work out a lot, any time that you find yourself getting into a, quote, flow state is another great example of experiencing oneness. In more spiritual, I guess, in philosophical terms, oneness, it, it is the indescribable, the fullness, the beyond. You can't compare oneness to anything. And 
the reason that you can't is because oneness itself is, well, it's incomparable. We actually have phrases to quantify this feeling, and we say them often, like, it took my breath away, or time stood still, or I'm speechless. I guess you could say that oneness is our theory of everything. And, okay, I know this can sound like confusing or complicated, but that's only because I can't tell you what your oneness is or what your connection is to this vast network of connection to the universe. Literally, your connection to connection interconnectedness, unity. Something I discovered while researching is that this should not be described as or compared to the feeling of enlightenment, which we can discuss on another day if you're up to the task. Oneness gives us the ability to highlight natural wisdom and to see what is the most important to us in life and what is not the most important to us. It can be difficult to access this feeling or network of connection times connection. (laughs) Accessing this part of ourselves and our existence requires a total release of our own ego and concern for oneself, which I don't know about y'all, but we all want and long to experience our oneness, either consciously or subconsciously. It is just not easy to manifest. And that's largely due to forces in our own lives that are either egoist or belonging to society, and these stand in the way. Sufism is a form of Islamic mysticism that derives from one wishing to seek a close relationship with God through introspection and spirituality. If you have ever heard the phrase or term whirling dervish before, they are a sect of the Sufi religion. The reason I'm explaining this is because a Sufi proverb that I read says this, quote, take one step away from yourself and behold the path, close quote. Like, mm, yes! So the ego or even society shows that we have all these external barriers that are blocking our connection to our path. In the Sufi religion, these blocks are called the veils. Love, acceptance, release assist us in moving to the center of our veils, behind the veil, to see through them. And selfishness takes us away from our heart center. Love, acceptance, release, assisting us, bringing us to the center, and selfishness taking us away shows you that the connection, the unity, the harmony, the peace is what's going to bring the knowledge that you need into your hands and right into into you. All right, now let me tell you, I can name quite a few people, places, and things that have been pretty selfish in the past few weeks, but moving on, because we love, love...
I wanted to focus on this today because for too long, <laughs> we as a society, culture, species have allowed duality, like this separation, lead our way of life and our determination of any type of worth in our society. You're either good or bad, rich or poor, male or female, Democrat or Republican. Well, guess what? We're all human. We're just human. And this divide between each other is at such dangerous lengths right now. We have to understand that this unrest we're experiencing, I mean, not just in America, but literally around the world, is the byproduct of generations of forgetting that the problem is not, quote, out there. As if human self-destruction via societal unrest and collective ecocide is an equation that we are just missing some numbers for? <laughs> Our Earth is calling to us. Thich Nhat Hanh is a Vietnamese Buddhist monk, and he calls these ecological, psychological extremities the, quote, bells of mindfulness, close quote, which is like a really great way to put it. We can definitely do the work to heal our society, to heal our hearts, and forget about red and blue, right or wrong. I mean, there is a human reckoning coming. And let me tell you, Sister Squirrel, she is bringing with her some fierce and sharp decision-making. She ain't gonna care what party you belong to. Sufi teacher Llewellyn Von Lee says, quote, we should be aware of predictions of scientists, obviously, the world is not a problem to be solved. It is a living being to which we belong. Close quote. I, Tom, believe that our own suffering can't be solved unless we let go of this idea that we are separate from our earth. Because we're not. Our earth suffers, so we too suffer. You know, the, recently I read this article um, about... NASA scientists and Caltech researchers. And, you know, they believe, and they have their science to back it up, that the galaxy has already been home to alien civilizations that existed billions and billions of years before we thought to come along. But they just destroyed themselves through technological advances. You know, nothing major. And in 2018, Forbes also released a report detailing, like, sort of the same thing. But they, in addition, added that alien life had perished prior to our evolution by the hands of climate change. <laughs> I mean, literally talk about history repeating itself. <laughs> It kind of got a bit dark there at the end. Y'all okay back there? 
Thank you for joining me today on my first episode back. How'd I do? Don't forget to reach out and email me at welikeatrawpodcast at gmail.com. Follow the show on Instagram at raw.pod and Twitter at welikeitraw. I'll see you guys again before the month is out with a new podcast. There's tons of things I have planned in the coming year. Interviews with stars, with gay porn stars, with friends, Romans countrymen, lovers. So lend me your ears, because that's all I got for today. I gotta go to the DMV! (laughs) I wonder what hellish landscape awaits me on Friday at midday. See ya!